Welcome in to the NASCAR Betting Preview Show Podcast, Episode 6. I'm your host, Derek Yoder, and on this episode, I'm going to dive into a very disappointing topic that I currently see trending in the NASCAR betting community, and that is the offerings that the sportsbooks are giving the general public, if you will. And, you know, I want to kind of start off by saying, you know, each state has different offerings. Uh, for one, you know, I have a buddy that lives in Ohio, and and more often than not, my offerings or what I'm seeing on various books are different than what he's seeing, even having the same app open. So uh, each state is different. So as I dive into, you know, maybe some of the offerings that the books are giving us, you know, it might be different in your state. So just kind of understand that as I dive into uh, some of the topics tonight. But I just want to touch on, you know, a couple of the books. I'm going to start with the big four, DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, and Barstool Sportsbook, and kind of work our way down through there. I'm not going to touch on every book. Uh, I know there's just so many out there. I'm not going to take too long of everybody's time, but I feel like it's a topic that we need to be talking about. And, and this platform lends uh, the opportunity to do so because I've seen it so many times now throughout the community of what people are uh, voicing. And, and a lot of people are frustrated and disappointed, and I'm not really sure if it gets better, if I'm being honest. So I want to kind of look back at 2022 and we can evaluate, you know, what various books were giving us uh, at the time. Uh, going into Phoenix of 22 in November and what we've been seeing already at the early start of this year. Now, it is early. Anything can change. But to have our biggest race, the, the Super Bowl, as some say, I like to say it's, you know, it's a crown jewel event. Uh, come and go. And we're already, you know, still feeling those disappointments. I really don't feel like it's going to get much better. So hopefully I'm wrong, but uh, I'm just keeping it real. And, and uh, I think we all need to kind of have that assessment as well. So again, I'm going to just touch on some of these books. Let's look back at 2022, and I want to start with DraftKings. So DraftKings, every single week throughout the NASCAR calendar, they were the very first book, more often than not, to release their pricing, almost to the minute when they would release their pricing. So many uh, would talk about it, and it was great. I mean, it was it was an awesome uh, thing by them that they were releasing outrights and finishing positions. And when I talk about finishing positions for anybody that's new, I'm talking top threes, top fives, top tens, top twenties at one point before they went away. So, you know, there's various markets that they were offering and they would release it pretty much all at once, uh, featured matchups and uh, head to head. So they would release everything first. Then their competitors would look at what they were releasing. They would kind of copy and paste the odds, apply them to their own models, and then give them out to their you know apps, books, uh, and where people could access their pricing. It was really great. DraftKings being the first ones, it really was kind of helping the entire industry know, hey, maybe this was uh, a wrong price and people would be able to talk about it, or hey, this they did value him here. Another thing DraftKings did last year at one point, and it was for the Atlanta race in in the summer, and they released 108 head-to-head matchups. Can you believe that? 108 head-to-head matchups. Couldn't believe it. It was so cool to, for people to be able to talk about that stuff. So they got involved. They got interactive. Another really cool thing that they did was they allowed – they were the first book, and, and I'm not sure if any books still do this now, but they were the first and only book at that time last year that allowed you to parlay featured matchups. Now, featured matchups are something that's released from NASCAR to their partners, and then you know their partners uh, – it's about four or five matchups. It was, it was a great way to kind of interact with uh, you know different head-to-heads that were more general head-to-heads that the 
that various books would release. So the featured matchups were a little bit more unique, but DraftKings allowed you to parlay them. And I remember talking about it on the show uh, on the NASCAR betting preview show on Wednesdays with the guys. And it was just so cool being able to talk about those things because, again, it was another offering. So that was that was DraftKings. Okay, That was 2022 DraftKings. FanDuel will be the next uh, book I want to talk about. And they, they were the most inconsistent. They typically are uh, week to week. Sometimes they offer things. Sometimes they don't offer things. And in 2022, they had outrights. They most times had top threes, sometimes top tens, sometimes group bets, most times head-to-heads, but just kind of it. Maybe a, a manufacturer to win. Never top manufacturer. So it was always just kind of basic stuff. Uh, and again, depending on your state, maybe maybe there's a state out there where people saw a little bit more action than uh, I did here in my state. So that was FanDuel. And again, it wasn't really a whole lot. It was just kind of that. that They did offer uh, top tens, which so many people remember this down in Daytona where they had a number of people parlay top tens. And they got... They got ripped apart because they had a, a couple of major, major, major winners. So then obviously we knew parlays were going to go away with top 10, especially for that book. So uh, that was at the that was at the end of the regular season, though. So this is still, you know, throughout the regular throughout the season, they were inconsistent and that kind of carried on. Now, the third book I want to talk about is BetMGM. Now, BetMGM is one of three partners with NASCAR. It's BetMGM, it's WinBet, and it's Barstool Sportsbook. So uh, BetMGM has a car that's sponsored. Let's talk about, still talking about 2022. They had Tyler Reddick and the eight car sponsored, but their offerings were never great. They were outrights, uh, the featured matchups. And then sometimes it was, you know, he- additional head to heads really wasn't uh, too many. And their interface, I hear a lot of times their interface is tough to navigate. And so it wasn't a ton, but it was good enough, if you will. And it got the job done. It was, it was basically, uh, yeah, it was good enough, and it got the job done. Essentially, Barstool, on the other hand, uh, Barstool is the fourth book I want to talk about here. And Barstool, again, partner with NASCAR. They have a large presence at almost each event, whether it's Barstool, Spider specifically, and large. Whether they're talking about it or they have uh, different content creators or employees that are attending events. They really made the impact throughout the year. Now, they they did the most, and I would have said that them and DraftKings were very comparable to each other. DraftKings not a partner with NASCAR in 2022, but Barstool was, and Barstool would do uh, various things. I mean, they would do outrights. They would do top threes, top fives, top tens, uh, group bets, head-to-heads. The list goes on and on. Manufacturers, top manufacturers, uh, different props. So, that was always a book where you could go to and kind of scour through and be like, okay, I want to be on this. There's an edge here. That was great for, as a content creator, that is what I'm looking for. And that is what I need so that I can pump out some information and have people look at their site and say, Hey, why don't you go and look at bet this? Or why don't you go and bet this here on Barstool? So Barstool in 2022. Great. They did. Uh, they were the Barstool or they were the seat, the sponsor at Kansas. So they were the main sponsor there. They were at various races. Like I said, they do have partnerships with like Phoenix Raceway and other tracks like that. So that partnership worked. Kudos to them for allowing, you know, all the offerings to drop. So that's a positive, right? I want to look at a couple other books. I would say these are the next four. And again, we're still touching on 2022 here before we get to 2023. So the next four would be Caesars Sportsbook and Caesars offered, um, 
kind of about the same as some of the other ones, you know, kind of touched on the same uh, offerings. Nothing too crazy, but got the job done. Betfred. Betfred's a company that is coming up through the ranks, and I know that they were they are very passionate about NASCAR and uh, betting over there, trading the, the traders over there uh, and what they're able to offer us. And Betfred's not in every state. They're not in a ton of states yet. But if you're looking to bet NASCAR, I would say look to bet at Betfred. Uh, they would offer outrights, group, head-to-heads. Uh, they touched on the basics as well. But their pricing was a little bit more competitive where some of these other books, you could find an edge here or there. But they did hang some prices, which allowed you know the better to kind of go in and say, hey, I found an edge here and, I, and I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to kind of uh, talk talk about it on Twitter or amongst my uh, Twitter group, whatever it is. WinBet is one that I've heard from a few. It's a very difficult interface. They are a partner of NASCAR. They're one of the three. And WinBet, I just I don't hear much about. So I couldn't tell you really what all of their offerings are, but you know, down in the Virginia area is where they're really based out of. So uh, that's win bet. Now points bet is another one and points bet we'll get to uh, for 2023, but points bet just really gave primarily just outrights. So again, those are kind of the next four, if you will. There's so many books out there. I'm not going to go through the whole gamut of uh, all the books and their various offerings, but I just wanted to touch on at least those eight. So that's looking at 2022, and I hope that gives a little bit of a picture before we start talking about 2023. So let's jump into that because we are here, obviously, in 2023, and we just had the Daytona 500, and the Daytona 500 everybody knows it, is the biggest race in NASCAR. So you would think the biggest race in NASCAR, the week after the Super Bowl, you would think that there would be all these offerings of some kind. Now, I understand that not all the traders are necessarily um, knowledgeable when it comes to NASCAR, know what to put. The traders don't always know uh, or, or are given the tools to know some of those things. So I get that, right? Like, I understand as well, and I'm very realistic about it, that NASCAR is not seen as one of the four core sports. You have football, baseball, basketball, and even hockey. So I understand from a realistic standpoint, NASCAR is not getting that prior, not being prioritized in that way that I would wish it would, but but that's just me. So, and I know this going in. So I know that this is the biggest race. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for people, you know, new signups or what have you coming in casual betters, especially for NASCAR. It's the only show in town. There's no other event on. So you would think maybe there's going to be a little bit more of an added uh, motivation or incentives, if you will, to bet on NASCAR. Now, let's talk about DraftKings. DraftKings in 2023 at the Daytona 500 offered outrights, top threes, top fives, and five head-to-head matchups. Oh, they, they did offer uh, which manufacturer would win, Chevy, Ford, Toyota. So that was it. Do you remember I said in 2022 that they had 108 matchups? They had first ones to drop, this and that. Like it was, They were the leaders of the pack. So they quickly fell off in 2023. So that's pretty disappointing. But let's, let's look at the next book. Maybe the next one's better. FanDuel. Well, to be honest, I've been limited with them since about 2020. And from what I gathered from people, FanDuel didn't offer much either. You know, it was it was the outrights. It was some top threes, top fives, and a few head-to-heads. There were maybe a group or two. That was it. 
So, okay, well, then that's not good. Well, BetMGM. BetMGM is a partner of NASCAR, an official partner of NASCAR, and they have Kyle Busch on the car this year. And I want to start with that because Kyle Busch was the sponsor. They sponsored Kyle Busch's car at the Clash. So that car is visible from a marketing standpoint. It's the week before Daytona. Everybody's excited about NASCAR. There's cars on track. who's so pumped. I'm sure their offerings are going to be pretty incredible, right? No. They offered outrights. For that, and I understand the clash is a little bit of a different game. You know, it's a it's an exhibition race in NASCAR. The rules are a little different to understand. Okay, I get it, but you did have three months to prepare for that event from Phoenix ending and the clash beginning. Three months, so there should be at least something out there where maybe you put in, uh, you know, you requested, uh, let's offer this and let's offer that. And let's get this approved and that approved just to be able, we are one of the partners. We should be able to kind of have a little bit more out there. They did not. So let's go to Daytona now for bet MGM and bet MGM outrights top threes, top fives featured matchups. And that was it. That was all that I saw. And so that's not good. That puts a sour taste in many people's mouth where they're scratching their heads saying, wait, I thought there was going to be more offerings here. I thought that I was going to be able to kind of bet my money's tied up in this book. I thought I'd be able to have more opportunity. I see uh, people over here talking about all these other books, you know, with some different offerings. And we're going to get to two of the bigger ones next and Barstool being the one. Now, Barstool had a lot of individuals at the track. And I mentioned in 2022 where 2022, they did really well. They had. Uh, have a really effective partnership with NASCAR, especially uh, from a marketing standpoint, a sports betting standpoint. And what they were doing last year was good. Well, it just kind of went into the same thing in 23. They did the most with the clash. It was good. It was the best thing out there. So it kind of wet the whistle for us as betters, but they could have done more. But again, it is a, it is a race that is difficult but there are ways to kind of be proactive. So Barstool did the most at the Clash. When it came to Daytona, they did the most there as well. Outrights, top fives, top tens. They offered top 20s even on their book, which I thought was impressive. Now, the prices you know, are going to be what they are, top 20s at Daytona. But they offer top 20s, and I got to give them credit for that. The other thing I got to give them credit for is uh, Stage 1 head-to-heads, which are brand new this year, and they offer it. And they had five stage one head to heads. And how do we keep uh, new betters engaged, new fans engaged, uh, gamblers that just want to get a little action on the race and keep them engaged throughout the race? You give them these tools, you give them these opportunities to just kind of make some money or lose some money in a shorter period of time where they can then reinvest or or continue to reinvest. If you win, you're probably putting it in on an outright or doing something else. So you're reinvesting it back into the book. Well, they offered that. It was really cool. The The stage one head-to-heads came down to the wire. Most of them did. It was really cool to watch. I was not invested because it was a super speedway, but it was really cool to kind of watch. I had a few conversations. So, again, that was great. They had top manufacturer. They had manufacturer props. They had anything that you could think of, groups, et cetera. So they had a lot covered, and that was awesome. So Barstool, give you credit. The next book I want to talk about is Caesars Sportsbooks. Now, Caesars... I am giving you an absolute standing ovation for what you did over there. 
You guys knocked it out of the park. You did the absolute most of everybody. And it was awesome. It really was to see so many different offerings. I'm going to go over a few. Obviously, we know the outrights finishing position props, but they had top manufacturers well. They had stage bets, who would win a stage. They had exactas. They had uh, their own top 10 parlays. They had everything. Uh, anything you could think of. I was texting with a buddy of mine and I was like, dude, if you have your money in Caesars, you have all these options. And he did. He was loving it. He was like, I can do this, this, and this throughout the race. And he did. And it was great. So they offered a lot. That is the standard. So those last two books, Barstool and Caesars are the standard for what we should be seeing on a weekly basis. I understand that we're not. But that is what the standards should be. Betfred's the next one I want to talk about. They had Daytona 500 odds up for not one, not two, not three, but four weeks leading up to the Daytona. I know what you're saying, Derek. There were a couple books that had odds up. Okay, you're not you're not telling us something we didn't know. Barstool had it up. A couple other books had them up. You know, for a, a little bit of a period of time. Well, did that book have groups head to heads as well? Because Betfred did. Betfred had outrights, the finishing positions, the props, the groups, the head-to-heads up, and their pricing remained the same. I mean, they, I could not, I cannot tell you how many times I looked at their book to get a good gauge on what we might see leading up to the Daytona 500. And this is, this is as the NFL playoffs are going on, the wild card weekends happening, divisional round, and Betfred's still sitting there with all these opportunities to bet on Daytona. And use their book. So, Betfred, I see you. I know you guys are doing a lot. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you got for us in 2023. And I wish that you were available in so many more states. And I know you will be. You guys are pushing very hard to make those things happen. But uh, Betfred's definitely one that is serious about NASCAR. And uh, I got to give them uh, a shout out there. Bet, uh, points bet is the next one. And the final one I want to talk about when it comes to 2023. And, oh, points bet. You... Uh, you're disappointing me a little bit here. Um, you guys have it being called the Sprint Cup Series as the title whenever you go to bet on NASCAR. Bro, the Sprint Cup Series hasn't been around since the mid-2000s. So that is a is not a good sign. I would not invest my money, but they only offer outrights. So they offer nothing else. You either win your money by, with an outright or you lose your money altogether. So, unfortunately, that is the offering that we get from there. And it's a bummer because points bet, and, and I know they have a partnership with uh, the PGA, and, and it, their interface is easy to use. It looks like when, you know, when it's being talked about and marketed, like it's something that I want to bet on. I mean, you can do it with golf, and, and again, they have that partnership there, which is great, but... When it comes to NASCAR, it's obvious that's not a priority. Just get a trader to put some prices out and kind of call it a day. And, th and that's what it is. So uh, disappointing there, but uh, got to change the Sprint Cup series. That's just not great, uh, if if anything else. So, uh, you know, I understand that this may go nowhere by all the information I've already said. But I, I feel like... Um, Every day as I'm determined to help grow the industry, especially from a betting standpoint, with limited offerings as a content creator, I can't really share much uh, to the public because it's hard to say, go bet this market, but one book might offer it or, or two books might offer it. And it's very difficult to do. So, you know, 
we can only do what we can with these books and with these current offerings. Hopefully things can change. And like I mentioned, I know it's not one of the four major sports, but there's gotta be one or two books out there that take the lead. And I know Barstool's doing a lot as a partnership. They're really fulfilling that, uh, which is known from a NASCAR standpoint, but Caesars is doing the most that Fred's doing the most and they're not partners. So, you know, when I'm talking to people about going to bet, I'm not talking to them about DraftKings or points bet. I'm not even really talking about BetMGM because BetMGM is offering just the minimal. Uh, I'm talking about books where you can really get different offerings. And I'm trying to bring new fans that are wanting to engage with the sport and understand about the sport and get invested. I'm bringing in, I'm helping to bring new fans in that I'm spend, I'm taking them to go Caesars, Betfred and uh, Barstool Sportsbook. So, you know, it's going to be a grind. It's going to be something that we all face every day, uh, especially in the gambling world. And it puts a lot of pressure on us as content creators. And and, and they're becoming more and more, uh, which is great to see. I mean, compared to last year to now this year after Daytona, there's a lot of uh, content creators and, and people out there that are really pushing the betting industry. And it's great. But in order for us to succeed, we need the books to be able to offer lines and be able to offer different markets so that we can talk about them and, and help educate those that are trying to get in. We have an opportunity in front of us uh, for those that are publicly touting plays and uh, publicly trying to get the, the public in general to come in and, and go in on a number. There's a lot more pressure on us this year than there ever has been. And we got to make sure that we're doing our due diligence uh, on this end and, uh, you know, representing those that are coming up next after us, because this is still a relatively new market. Uh, NASCAR betting is relatively new and there's a lot of sharp people out there. Uh, and, you know, for us, it's about getting people information, but I really just hope that somebody out there is able to make an impact and I'll, I'll do everything that I can uh, in all the channels that I'm able to connect with and, and push for offerings and push for different things. But this is not a great start by any means. And I know there's a lot of people that are disappointed, but we can only work with what we got. And the disappointing thing is when books are now dropping lines and, and then they're dropping them every, you know, an hour after. And it's like, Ah, there's really not a lot of value because there's really not a lot of competition of being, you know, people dropping their odds. So keep our head up as best we can. We have to uh, kind of trust that this will get better. I'd be curious to hear from anybody out there in how to make it better. But, you know, I wanted to put something out there so that we as the uh, public had an opportunity to kind of voice. And hopefully I'm I'm voicing on the behalf of you all because I've seen a lot of comments and and different things. So we have Auto Club coming up this week. The Cup Series and Xfinity are both racing. And I really think uh, there's obviously rain in the forecast, but I really think that we're going to see some good racing. Uh, I think there's an opportunity to, to cash. There's there's good value out there still. There are betting edges uh, out there for us. So just wanted to kind of put that out there again, not trying to bash necessarily, but there are I'm trying to call out and trying to call up the books and trying to call up the, uh, the ones that are in charge of, of those books. Uh, if they're listening to do more. And so we need it and we need it now. So uh, thanks for listening to the NASCAR betting preview show podcast. Again, this is episode six. I'll have a number of episodes coming out this week. We'll preview the Xfinity race. 
We'll preview the Cup Series race. I want to touch on some things after qualifying and practice, assuming we get that. The NASCAR betting preview show comes out on Wednesday live 8 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. You also can catch us on twitch.com slash podium esports. And, uh, you know, just keep pumping out the content as best we can. Everybody is uh, excited about the season. Don't let this be a deterrent of, you know, it's disappointing for sure. But uh, let's give it a little time before we start, you know, really having some more difficult conversations. So, again, thanks, everybody, for your support. Appreciate everything. Make sure you download, subscribe, and leave a review if you don't mind. want to definitely hear the feedback, positive or negative. I'll take anything because I think even the negative ones are are really opportunities to learn. So uh, don't hesitate to uh, drop whatever your feedback is. So have a great rest of your day, and we'll catch you on the NASCAR betting preview show on Wednesday on the Twitter spaces at Derek Yoder underscore. Have a good one. You